0: Good morning and welcome to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I am your host, Marcia N. Sullivan, and I thank you for tuning in this Wednesday morning. This is August the 3rd, 2022, just two days before my sister's birthday. Um, But we're actually taking this time to encourage those students this morning that are getting ready to go back to school, to the mothers that are releasing those little babies into the care of the school system and the authorities, the teachers, the principals. So we're going to pray for those students and those parents on this morning. But before we do pray, I want to take us to the word of God so that as parents, if you're listening today, that you will be reminded again just how important parenting is How precious it is to the Lord because the Lord has deemed it necessary to summon the children to come to Him. And the importance of the role of a parent is necessary and it still must be carried out, just as in the days of Mary and Joseph when they were parenting Jesus, they still had obligations to fulfill as parents. Father and mother, both were working in it together. And so I want to share that with you today. We're going to first turn to the book of Matthew. I'm going to start in chapter 19. And we're going to transfer over into the book of Luke, chapter 2, where I'm going to talk a little bit more about how Joseph and Mary's involvement had such a, a great influence in the life of Jesus. But first before I get there let's talk about the little children and Jesus. In Matthew chapter 19 verse 13 it reads it says then the people brought little children to Jesus from him for I'm sorry for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. Okay so Jesus has a desire in his heart to pray over the kids to lay hands over the kids that they will be blessed and parents you have a a spiritual right to lay hands on your kids and to pray over them it should be an obligation but an honor for you to do that not expecting anybody else to lay their hands on them but god has given you the authority to lay hands and to pray over your children, to teach them in the way that they should go, to teach them life skills that will benefit them from years to come and will bless them in their future relationships, that will bless them in every way that they that they should be blessed, because God has given you the authority to be their parents, not for for such. For for such a great period of time in their lives. Because when they're little. Their years will begin to go by so fast. And then when they become teens. And adults. Then they begin to make their own decisions as an adult. Not to say that parents. You can't still pray for them. But by that time. If you haven't been teaching them. In the way of the Lord. and teaching them. As Jesus was doing something right before the eyes of his own disciples who couldn't understand why Jesus wanted the children to really come as a means to let the children know how much he loved the children. And so here in the text, uh, Matthew 19, verse 13, we see that Jesus did summon the kids to come as he placed his hands on them and he prayed for them. But the Bible also says, but the disciples rebuked them. Okay, so the disciples really didn't have a heart for the kids to come to Jesus because they were probably so busy trying to protect Jesus, right? And so sometimes you can be so busy as a parent trying to do all of the right things or things that you deem are right. But miss the most important thing, and that's intimacy with your child. That's praying with them. That's getting them to open up their little hearts as they're coming to you as little children. Because as they're going to grow older, some kids don't always go to their parents to open up. They start going to other people, sometimes they're friends, sometimes just the wrong people that the enemy would try to sin in their lives. So Jesus is trying to emphasize how important it is for children to come. Although the disciples could not quite understand why Jesus was doing it, but in verse 14, Jesus comes back and Jesus says, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Jesus emphasized this because he knew that if the children did not come, they would not have a heart for Jesus. But Jesus says, Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. So, even God has given the kingdom of heaven to little children. So, the little kids and the children are truly important. In God's eyes. In verse 15, it says, When he placed his hands on them, he went on from there. And so Jesus be going, He he continues on with preaching about the kingdom of God. He goes on to, to emphasize more about the rich, the rich and the kingdom of God. And so in verse 16, he says, Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked him, Teacher, What good things must I do to get eternal life? And so, as Jesus has spoken to the crowds, to the little children, and even to those in the audience listening, Jesus is continuing to teach. But the one thing that I want you to get from reading chapter 19 of Matthew is that children are important to Jesus. And if you do not summon them to come to Jesus, then you're setting them up for failure in every way. Because it's only through Jesus Christ that they will be saved, that you will be saved, that I will be saved. And so Jesus is the doorway to eternal life. And Jesus is the bridge that helps us to understand how to get to know the heavenly father. And God emphasizes that the kingdom of heaven belongs to those little ones who have hearts to come to Jesus at such a young age. Now we're going to skip over a little bit to Luke chapter 2. Because I want to see, I want you to understand and see with your spiritual eyes that even as a little boy, Jesus had a heart to grow, to come to his father, to seek his father. And so in Luke 2, chapter 2, we're going to see that the, the scripture tells us In chapter 40 of Luke 2, it says, And the child grew and became strong, and he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now, Jesus' parents had every bit to do with this. And the reason why Jesus had grew and became strong is because the parents was in agreement with what the Spirit had spoken about Jesus even as prophecies as early as a baby while he was in his mother's womb so that they had to be in agreement with the word of God and also doing as they needed to because in verse 39 of Luke 2, it says when Jesus' parents had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. So they had to be obedient to God's word, not only was Jesus being led to do the things of God and learn of his father's teaching early in the temple, which we're going to get into, but his parents had to release him to do it. Just like Hannah prayed for a child and God blessed her with a son, Samuel, But the prayer came with a promise. Hannah promised that she would give this child back to the Lord. But when she really promised that, she had to literally give up her child, that he would grow in stature and wisdom. And he couldn't do that while being, being inside her home. She had to release him to the priest, that he would be able to grow up in the temple learning about the Lord and so as we continue on in Luke 2 verse 41 it says the boy Jesus at the temple every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover and when he was 12 years old they went up according to the custom of the feast When those days were over, they were returning home. The boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents were unaware he stayed. At this age in Jesus' life, even as a little boy, he's curious to learn. He's like the curious George. He has a a zeal for learning, for gaining knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. So he stayed behind to linger in the crowds to find out what's going on. In verse 44, Luke chapter 2, it says, assuming he was in their company. So the parents didn't even know that Jesus was still behind. And it says they traveled on for a day before they began to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they could not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. Finally after three days they found him in the temple courts. Now understand that out of all of the places that little children could go right most kids you would probably find them at an arcade game a movie theater somewhere at Chuck E. Cheese or in a place that they probably should have never been. But in this case, out of all of the places that a little kid could have gone, Jesus was not at somebody else's house. He was not playing video games. He was not talking on a cell phone. He wasn't texting. But the place that he was, was a sacred place. He was found to be in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers. So that lets us know, we can infer there, that in this scripture is implying that Jesus, again, had a zeal for learning about the Bible at a very early age. And so when Jesus has said, do not hinder the little children to come to me, it was with a reason behind that. Jesus is in the temple courts, He's sitting, among the, he's sitting among the teachers listening to them. He's asking questions. And there's nobody more than little kids who love to ask questions because they have little inquiring minds. They want to know. They're like sponges. They soak up everything. And it says all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. So although Jesus was this little boy in the temple, but when he opened up his mouth to speak, he sounded, I'm sure, like a full grown man. But his parents were upset at his behavior and his action. The fact that they didn't know where he was. In verse 48 of of Luke chapter 2 tells us this. It says, when his parents saw him, they were astonished, child." why have you done this to us? His mother asks, your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you looking for me? This is what Jesus says to his parents. He asks, did you not know that I had to be in my father's house? Other words, he's saying, did you not know that I had to be about my father's business at a very early age? Because the Lord had given him a desire to be about his father's business. And there's no other way to be about the father's business than in the place where the spirit of God reigns. And that's in the temple courts where everybody is coming to seek truth. Where the crowds gather to hear the speeches, to hear people testify about who this great God is. But verse 50 says, but they did not understand the statement he was making to them because they could not comprehend all that God was doing with Jesus, even as a little boy. It says, then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. So Jesus has gone to go back with his parents. He left the temple courts, but his mother, Mary, was a very wise woman because every time a prophecy was given to her about her son, even if you go back up in the book of Luke, you will see that there was a prophecy from the prophetess Anna who had given a a, a prophecy to God's people because this woman was truly a God-fearing woman who never left the temple. The Bible says that she worshiped night and day fasting and praying. And the prophecy that she had given before Jesus has even left his family to go into the temple courts, the Bible says that she spoke about the child to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So the prophetess has spoke when Jesus' birth happened, people were, were prophesizing. the angels were sent. So Mary, there were certain things that she didn't speak on there were things that she just only as the scripture says that she pondered those things in her heart another verse implies but his mother treasured up all these things in her heart so she t- she thought about these things as these prophecy came forth and i would say she was a wise woman because there are certain things that prophecy the lord gives us about ourselves, about others, about our children, about our future, about our destiny, that sometimes that we cannot talk about. We have to just only ponder those things in our heart because sometimes we don't fully understand what God is really doing. But we trust Him. We believe Him. And in verse 52 says, And Jesus grew in wisdom in statue, and in favor with God and man. And so this is amazing to me to see that even as Jesus, before God releases him to go back, as he has to develop a little bit and grow into a man, before he's beginning to preach God's word, at the age of 30, he begins to come on the scene to teach God's word and start his own ministry But before then, he was still learning. And and, and at this age, he was under the care of his mother and father. But then there came a time where he was released just to be under the spiritual guidance of his heavenly father. And so there are two things that we see. Number one, we see that even as a child, that you the the child are responsible for being under the leadership of the parents. Parents are responsible for caring for the sheep, because these are your precious gifts that have been given to you. Your children are precious in the sight of the Lord, and it is your job to pray for them, to pray with them, to teach them, And to train them. And so Jesus had to go back to be in obedience to the will of his father. By going back to be with his mother and father. He couldn't be disobedient. But he grew, the Bible says, he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God. And that's my prayer today for those children that are going back to school. Those parents who have released their children back into the public school system and or private system. Because there is so much still happening around the nation. But we know that God is in control. That he's on a throne of grace. And that the Lord will protect you. The Lord will command his angels to surround you your family, your loved ones, and that God will cover you in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And that as a parent today, if you're listening, that you would not hinder your children from coming to Jesus. Maybe you may be that parent who don't believe in Jesus, but God has given your children a heart to come to Jesus. Don't block them. From going to church. Because you don't know what God wants to do. With that seed that he's giving you. There's no greater way. Than to trust. The Lord. Than to surrender to him. And so parents you play a vital role. In allowing your children the privilege. To come to Jesus. Do not be like the disciples who rebuke the children initially out of ignorance. But let your hearts become like children too. That you will learn to trust the Lord with the life of your child. That in return that God will bless them. That God will pour into them. That God will use them for such a time as this. As you release the Lord to your children, I'm sorry, as you release your children Mm -hmm. to the Lord, the, the God that you serve will begin to do exceedingly great things in their sight. And so, Father, we thank you, God, that you've given the parents the privilege of releasing their children to you, God, that their children will grow up to serve, exalt your name, to bless you, God. Cover every child today, God, in the United States, in other countries, in other nations. God's place a special hedge of protection around all of the children, shielding them in the precious blood of the lamb. In Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray. Amen. Father, I, I thank you, and I thank those listeners who had a chance to listen to this segment. I pray that it bless you richly and may you go in peace and in the love of Christ. In Jesus name I pray. Amen.